This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 30 of Friendshipable. Mm-hmm. How are you today, Terry? I am doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm also doing great. And, and also, it's not that it's uh, doing great because we're always start out. I think I'm doing great because I I really enjoy doing these podcasts so that whatever the day was beforehand, it could, I might've given you a different answer, but, um, spending it's like focusing and spending the time on this is always very, it's, it sounds so cheesy. It's very uplifting and it's fun. I, I agree. And that's I think, what makes it great. I think you're right. We start all of the, um, podcasts with, Hey, we're hey. awesome, <laughs> but it's in part what you say, because we just yeah. so much enjoy talking about friendships and, and doing this podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So even if 20 minutes ago, I was really cranky, you know, I'm not, not now. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so that everybody doesn't think it's like, do these people ever just like stop smiling and just not, you know, just oh, saying yeah. it really was a bad day. It's like, yeah, there are really bad days, but yeah, doing this is takes it away. Agreed. Agreed. No matter how bad the day is, once we start it's, recording the podcast, I'm in such a great mood. Exactly. And it's, it's good that we're in a great mood because today's topic is not, <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah. it's not a super happy topic. So we want to no. start out as happy as we can be because today's topic is dealing with adult mean girls. And, um, you know, mean girls is kind of the, the hip way to say it and based on phrase and it's a pop culture way because of the movie and play and everything just to, yeah, that's the definition, but really it's, you know, how to deal with an adult bully who happens Mm -hmm. to be a woman Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, also, uh, so we've, we've read up a little bit on this and some people prefer to refer to bullying as relational aggression. Um, and we understand that, but I think we're just going to be referring to it as bullying for the most yeah. part. If, yeah. But if yep. any of those phrases kinds of mean the same thing, which is, you know, being um, aggressive towards, mm-hmm. towards somebody else. Um And in this case, we're talking about women, Mm -hmm. um, but we are all very well aware that bullies and this relational aggression is not limited to women. This can come from and towards any gender, anyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know what was, you know, as you started thinking about this topic, Terry, where was your mind going? I, I, in the. I thought it prompted me to think about, um, well, first of all, again, like we already described that the mean girl terminology does, you know, come out of the movie with the the high schoolers. 
Um, and then the, the statement in, one, in the Washington Post article that said, we never really leave the high school cafeteria. And it reminds me of all the times what, when the instance called for it, when I said, basically, we're all still in high school. And, yes. you know, so, and I found myself using that, um, but starting to think about it a little bit more in terms of just what the other aspects of this do mean. And actually, I, I just remembered like an instance in the workplace, most of my, what came to mind was experiences in the workplace mm-hmm. um, where maybe people weren't necessary or, and it was, and it was mostly women, maybe just women reacting to women mm-hmm. or not react or um, having bad reactions to one another. Um, but in terms of support and help, or just really, really mean cutting comments where, where do you go about it? You're in your place of work and this person's on your team and you see them every day. So, um, so those are the things that kind of resonated to me in terms of the, the adult, the, the challenges with aggressive people in adulthood. Right. And I've had, um, a work bully as well, Mm -hmm. um, a woman and, you know, I'm sure there are, are, I'm sure it's complex. Oh, absolutely. Each of our own behavior is very complex and how we relate to other people. Right. Uh, But, you know, it's in one of the articles. So we read um, when the mean girl is a woman, how to deal with an adult bully in the Washington Mm -hmm. post. And she quoted an author saying that basically the same attributes that allow a girl, a woman to be socially intelligent is what also allows them to be aggressive. So if you're socially intelligent, you are savvy enough to understand people and relationships mm-hmm. and kind of to figure out just what is the right insult to bring somebody down. Um, mm-hmm. And I definitely agree with that. I also think that, you know, I'm not sure about the social intelligence level, but I know the person I'm thinking of who was my bully didn't really fit into this category from, from what I know was much more someone who was very insecure and seemed to lash out at anybody that seemed to um, threaten that. Mm-hmm. insecurity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, it, I think it is complex, the reasoning behind why somebody is being, is having that aggressive behavior, which we never get to learn. No, not usually. And, 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 and in the, in the, the time frame in which it happened probably wouldn't have mattered because we were probably trying to do to get other things accomplished especially if it was on a job and and things like that but um it's part of the bigger picture that as adults we understand that we're each bringing so many unknown experiences to this one central place that we all wind up mm-hmm. coexisting with one another or not. Ex- I guess that's the wrong word to use, but we all show up every day in this one particular place and whatever prompts somebody to be possessive or competitive or, um, or, or just plain rude or mean or not helpful 
came from someplace far away. Maybe something was going on politically in that in that space, mm -hmm. you know, or in the workplace. But I, and I hadn't phrased it, thought about it like this before, because right before um, we started talking, I wrote down the name. I, I had one instance in mind, and I remembered another one that re was really even more chilling than the one, <laughs> the first one I thought of. But looking at it now from that perspective is, yeah, we don't know what they've got going on. It doesn't, it doesn't justify the behavior that mm -hmm. any of us might experience as a result of it. But, um, but, but yeah, so we don't know what other people's um, origins are in terms of the way they act. Right. And, you know, and what you're at the heart of what you're saying is that it isn't me as the person being bullied. It isn't mm -hmm. you as the person being bullied. It's the person who's doing the bullying. Whatever is going on is going on with them. Right. It's not that I did something wrong or you did something wrong um, because we certainly all have done things wrong and have been corrected. Mm -hmm. And there's a way to do that that's respectful and professional and um, weird. And instructive. And is, instructive. Is this, and, yeah. And we're talking about behaviors that are not those things. Right. So, you know, we're talking about right now in the workplace, which is certainly one of the um, mm -hmm. arenas that this shows up. And I wonder, Terry, I was thinking about it today as we were preparing for this. I never thought about getting human resources involved. It never occurred to me at the time I was in my 20s. Uh -huh. It did not occur to me that I could. Uh-huh get help or that this was any kind of behavior that um, could or should be sh stopped. Mm -hmm. um, did you, did you ever get HR involved in your issue? I didn't, I didn't. And it's an interesting perspective of having some, some of the, you know, the hierarchy more involved in it. Um, yeah. I didn't, I was, I just absorbed it. Yeah, um, me too. And realize that, well, that this is the way this place runs. On on the the other side of it, I did have people that we were solid together and mm -hmm. they were allies, and I didn't run around and share it with these people. Right. But um, but no, never to the point, I don't know what the line would have been to have gotten, um, to, to go outside of the, the group I was in to go to HR. I think it probably would have had to have been either really destructive or physical or something like that, but. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I definitely didn't think of that either. Although, you know, I'm thinking back to that time in the world, this mm -hmm. was a little while ago. Mm -hmm. And I think we thought about this differently than maybe people think about it, the topic of bullying and aggression. Right. Right. Um, so maybe now it is something that people, some people might feel more comfortable right. taking formally to HR to get help. But I imagine not because one of the, you know, one of the things if you are a target of bullying is that it can feel like you don't really have a lot of recourse. And mm -hmm. sometimes people who witness it, perhaps in a workplace, perhaps elsewhere, are also afraid to step up because they're afraid that they're going to get targeted. Well, and that, right, that they don't want to get involved in it. It's not that they might not be surprised to see what's right. going on, but 
Yeah, there. That's oh, what's the? I'm trying to think of the phrase. It's like bystanders, you know, when people when something's yeah. going on in in the city, and or you're walking past something, you just keep walking. It's like yeah, yeah, you don't want to get involved. Nothing to see here, right? Right. Well, you know, um, if we're talking about bullying and we're talking about sort of adult mm-hmm. mean girls, mm-hmm. the the aim is to make you the target look bad so if somebody's mm-hmm. bullying me the t- the goal is to make me look bad in front mm-hmm. of others and that might be cyberbullying which is a whole other topic we could we won't oh, go down now okay. but that's yeah. an issue it could be gossiping about somebody mm-hmm. um intimidating them ostracizing them from a group mm-hmm. um and like we mentioned sometimes that may be behavior that they do one-on-one, but often it can be in front of others as well. Yeah. And when other people aren't able to say anything for whatever reason that, you know, does nothing to discourage the behavior. Right. Right. What are, you know, so now we've set the stage for (laughs) this really uncomfortable behavior. Yeah. And, you know, we know some of our listeners have been on the receiving end Mm -hmm. and we're pretty sure some of our listeners have unfortunately been on the delivering and um, probably, but what can somebody do if they are the victim of bullying, whether it's at work or a family relationship, a friendship relationship? The first thing I think of, and from the perspective of being older and I'm hoping wiser (laughs) than I was, um, is there, if, if I do have a good relationship with somebody else, who's, even if they haven't observed it, but they're basically around the same people, maybe check in with somebody else to really see if, um, you know, you don't have, it's not to validate that something doesn't feel right here, but because something doesn't feel right here, see if somebody who's also been around has, um, has experienced the same thing. Yes. And, and, and if they have a little bit more tenure and they have a history with either the individual or wherever the, the common places that, um, that they could shed some light on it. Right. Um, that's great. Sort of, um, kind of, I think validating is the right word, not validating your own feelings because your feelings are valid, but But that I've reacted to that in the way that I did or the, the, my perception of what came at me. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I was really uncomfortable when she said this to me. Um, is that how you heard it as well? Did it, did it also make you uncomfortable? So just to get kind of a level check, am I, am I reacting properly? Um, So, you know, one of the things they talked about in one of these articles that we read was when somebody makes a joke, but it's definitely not a joke. And, um, you know, we, uh, they said it with a laugh and a smile. So, right. And, and most women have been, um, on the receiving end of very sexist jokes. Mm -hmm. Um, many people have been on the end of, on the receiving end of racist jokes, um, weight related, disability related, Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. of these things that make us unique and wonderful. Somebody has, you know, probably found Mm -hmm. a way to make it seem less than wonderful and, you know, ending it with, uh, you know, don't be so sensitive. I was just joking. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, that doesn't stop. <laughs> that is like fingernails on a chalkboard. Well, that's almost, that's a challenge. That sounds like it's a challenge. Yes. Well, but so they had yeah. some, some um, tactics on how uh-huh. to deal with that. And I loved it. So um, a couple ways of when somebody says something, especially when it's really shocking and in your head, you're thinking, did you just say that? Say that. Right. Um, did one I of them is you could I actually just... say like, right. Excuse me, I I didn't hear you. Can you repeat that? And make them say it again. Or saying, like, ask them for clarification. So they've said this horribly, they've made this horrible sexist quote unquote joke. And you're like, oh, I don't understand. What do you mean by that? And like force them to explain it. And I suppose for some people that may make them realize what they said and take a step back mm-hmm. for others. It might not, but you sort of take the emotion out of it. Well, and it sounds like it's almost not almost it, what I think it does is it takes a little air out of the balloon for them. The fact that, yeah, you did hear it and you're having them repeat it. Right. And so I only wish that I had done things like that. I I really do. That is really very, and there's nothing confrontational about it other than asking them to repeat it. Right. Um, And that was the theme in the, what do I do about it? Which is don't be confrontational. Yeah. Which is, and it's, you know, if you're talking about work, remain professional, remain neutral, remain respectful, even if they're not being respectful of you. Mm -hmm. And um, the, you know, and I think knowing you and knowing myself, I think some of these are things that have come with um, just our life experience, which is one of them, for example, recognize what you cannot control. So I can't control what this bully is going to say to me, but Mm -hmm. I can control my response to Mm -hmm. them. Um, Not getting angry or getting up in their face, but, but maybe putting it back on them. Um, And then standing up for yourself can be really hard, but that's another like, finding a way to make some clear boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the, the minute or two we have left, I've, I, as I'm replaying some of these in my head, I think I, today I would, of course it's easy now because I know in the big picture, it all worked out for me. (laughs) I mean, it's just, and my, my, their, their world continued too. And mine did without, you know, um, without too much repercussions of it, but it made the, in the moment, in the scenario I was in at the time, very uncomfortable. But I, I, those kind of, I almost wish that I had um, had that coaching because I would have thinking, I would have taken the opportunity to do those things and perhaps give that person a different perspective of me rather than, you know, taking it and, but questioning it. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And it's, yeah. And especially when, when somebody's behavior just is really making you want to fight back and feel very angry or hurt or disrespected and you kind of want to fight back, it can be, Mm -hmm. it can feel less than satisfying to not know how to respond to that. Yeah. You know, after reading these articles, I, I am able to look back and 
think, what would I have done differently in, in this work relationship or yeah. other times when I felt, um, bullied and yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's easy. Yeah. It's easier. I think it's easier said than done, but I, it would have, yeah. You know, I have done the, uh, this was, this was not with a bully. This was just with, a. A difficult relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I did say to somebody when they said something that was um, hurtful and I was pretty sure they didn't mean it knowing the person. I really did say, you know, I don't really understand. What do you mean by that? Yeah. And I didn't realize that was actually one of these techniques. It just came out because I was so surprised. You really didn't. Yeah. I really didn't understand <laughs> yeah. what they meant by yeah. it. <laughs> And, and what was the, how did that turn out? What was the response when you asked that? Well, they clarified what they were, they were thinking, and it wasn't as bad as I had heard uh, it. I think it was a little worse than I had wished, but it was not as, as awful as um, what I had been thinking when they said it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's f- funny that, uh, that turns out to be a way to deal with bullies. And at least once anyway, I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So we have, a, we know it works. <laughs> we know it works. Exactly. It's if possible. nothing else, it, it, it like, like you said, it kind of takes the air out of their sails. Yeah. And yeah. tell them it's... you're not, you're not just um, going to take it 100%. You're going to yeah. out just, yeah, exactly. Well, this was a, an interesting conversation. It um, really was. It made, and it made me in thinking about some of the instances, it's like, I wish I could go back in time and kind of, you know, poke around a little bit. So I yeah. know, <laughs> I know, but it was I, good. I'm yeah. Right. It is very interesting. And, and it still happens to everybody. So it does. I mean, yeah. it's uh, human behavior is complex where we've all got mm-hmm. our, you know, we've all got our positive qualities and our negative qualities. And um, hopefully you guys do not have to deal with too many uh, mean girls, too many people who are bullying you. But mm-hmm. uh, we hope that maybe you got a little bit of support from listening to this. And we're going to put all of those resources in the show notes. So if you want to learn more about maybe, you know, how you can deal with it or a little bit more about why people behave like this. Hopefully you'll find that information in these wonderful articles that we read. Yeah, I think you will. Awesome. Thank you everybody for joining us for Friendshipable episode 30, and we will see you on our next episode. Thank you all. Take care. Bye. Bye.